Welcome to our gastro brewery and film pub. Here's a series of beverages we need to clear out of the back before the health inspector notices the expiration dates on the keg. This warm blonde brew pairs with the French New Wave films where the director gets credit for everything done by the cinematographer and writer. This beer has a Swedish yeast and pairs with Ingmar Bergman films where four women in a red room whisper at each other until one of them gets sick and dies. This red wine goes with snooty cinephiles who gush over films where Robert De Niro is somehow mixed up with the mob. They show you this by pronouncing the director's name as Scorsese. This light pilsner in a soft can goes with Fast and Furious films that are basically just episodes of the Dukes of Hazard with different cars. This dark Belgian ale with notes of toffee and biscuit is perfect for any nerd who can name more than one film that was ever made in Belgium. This dry Vienna lager is perfect for kick-starting a good nap during any three-hour period piece set in 18th century Austria where everyone looks like a whitewashed, fancy-dressed clown who got slapped in the face with rouge. This bitter, almost undrinkable IPA with a delightfully quirky name on its label makes for a good, spicy, silent heartburn belch during any Wes Anderson film. <laughs> This Hefeweizen with notes of banana is great for sports fans who buy overpriced baseball tickets and say they like independent films, but for some reason can't name a single one. This rice beer knockoff of a Japanese beer is perfect for ultraviolent Tarantino films, where actors get to say words that would get them booted out of the industry if they said them off screen. As per the usual standard, we'd like to call your little row of drinks a flight, so we can somehow justify adding three bucks to the price of each pint, even though most of these taste as bad as the foamy homebrew bottles your friends bring to parties, even, al even along with the commercial microbrew that they drink themselves. The movie's about to start, but by all means, keep ordering your beers, fatty pork belly bao buns, ultra fishy tilapia tacos, and heirloom onion rings throughout the show. No one's watching anyway. Yay. <laughs> Heirloom onion rings. Heirloom onion rings. Almost transfixed Ivex's. So were you at the uh, the Alamo Draft House lately? No, no, but I was inspired because I went to um, up at the Tucson Book Festival. I went to the one of those restaurants with Heather, and it had the like the ultra fancy. They they had all these descriptions of the beers and. You know yeah. where it was made and the what it story pairs of with. The beer. Right, exactly. And this uses a special yeast, and it's like it's still beer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you try one of these, like, oh, let's try a red one. It's like, oh my god, this is horrible. Yeah. And you you brew this stuff here? Stop. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you think of, of, of breweries, you know the great breweries of the of the world, Tucson. We left off the air conditioning, so this is just hor hoppy and horrible. <laughs> Here you go. Hoppable. 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 So, uh, would you like to read a poem, Molly? Sure. Molly's going to read a poem. Oh, I can read it. Kids out there that are, are listening to this podcast, here's Holly. All right. And uh, should I say when this is written? This is from 2000. Is that okay? Sure, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, this is called I Believe. I believe in eternity and energy, entropy and synergy. I believe there is electricity flowing gently through me. I believe in infinity. When our energies are mingling, it's infinite and tingling. I believe. 
I want everything, every comedy, every tragedy, every forlorn, lovelorn, tattered and torn strategy born of our propensity to proclaim that we exist. At times I flung my fist at the face of God and also sometimes gently kissed the face of God, but God did not hit me or kiss me back. In fact, God did not react at all. Never once did the indifference fall from God's countenance, and I began to doubt that I was even there. But I am here. I am here. And I am here. And I am here. I believe. I believe in the reality of identity and the fantasy of physiology. I believe in my vitality and immortality as ideology. I believe in infinity. When our energies are mingling, it's infinite and tingling. I believe. And if I flung my fist at you, or if I gently kissed on you, you might hit me or kiss me back, and for that, you exist. And when you are here, and our energies are mingling, and you are here, it's infinite and tingling, and when you are here, I believe I cannot be destroyed. Break me down till I am elemental, if you will, but I will lie there in the traces, my carbon face still smiling. What is now, has been, and always will be. I am now, have been, and always will be, only changing forms, and we are born to love and to lose, to experience and to choose and to sort through the clues of the grand mystery. And we're better for it. Our souls, I mean, are better for it, given the chance to meet and play and feel pleasure in playing on the physical plane, we grow wiser and a little closer to the truth. And the truth is this, I am not my psychology, I am not my astrology, I cannot be defined within this sociology, I am not my history, for that is a mystery. Before this world, I am here. Wow. Do you still identify with that? Um, you know what, there are parts of it that I do, and I, I was, you know, as I read this too, it's, um, unfortunate because there are certain parts where you can gesture to my head, I'm here, I'm heart and my belly, I'm here. Um, there are aspects of it that I do. Um, uh, I read this recently, uh, in front of, uh, people for the first time in probably 10 years. And I realized that, uh, there are definitely parts of it. The, the, um, like the inter the internity of energy kind of, um, uh, parts of it, the, you know, the part about not being able to be destroyed and like being around since the beginning of time. I saw a thing recently was talking about like all the parts of, of our cells who have been, you know, been in, in existence since the beginning of the universe, just not as well organized as they are now. <laughs> um, so, so to that degree, yes, I'd still do. I, I had stuff that I'd written years ago. I've looked at it and it's like, oh, <laughs> I gotta get rid of this stuff. <laughs> right? Yeah, some of it, yeah. This is not me. Well, yeah, the book that I have, Corporate Poorly Put Vinegar, would have been twice as wide if it hadn't been for that. It's like, oh my God, no one's gonna like that. Yeah. <laughs> but then there's stuff that I go back that I hadn't read in years, and it's like, my God, I wrote this? This is, this is pretty good. <laughs> this is cool. I'm hoping I get some new stuff out. You know, I'm kind of in a, I feel like I'm sort of in like a transitory period right now in my life, you know, kind of between like one part of, of my life and like kind of just moving into another part. And so I think there'll be some new poems that come out of that. But I've been kind of hesitant to do a lot of writing it right now just because it doesn't feel like I can complete a thought quite yet. You know, so I guess I could start, but um, I don't really feel like I have quite anything yet to say that's new that would be um, you should write it down anyway yeah just, I, just as point of reference i should you're right i've done that <laughs> and then i went back after years and i looked at it and said well and then i tried to rewrite it without looking at 
what I had originally written. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that what I had rewritten years later was a lot better. Oh, <laughs> sure. I say, wow. <laughs> that, so this is what I was trying to say. And it took me, you know, almost 20 years to say it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, that's, how, that's how things go. Yeah. You got a lot of years behind you. <laughs> You know what? I have like a million fragments and I have the opposite problem. It's like, you know what? I can't finish this thought. Because sometimes it's like, I can sometimes write like a a whole piece all at once in half an hour. Mm -hmm. And aside from edits and making, moving the words around and stuff like that, and maybe adding an extra zinger here and there. But it's it's very hard to, uh, you know, to go back later and, you know, tinker with something that's not completely yeah. written or where i got interrupted or you something just had a like bunch that. of zingers to it <laughs> i guess so <laughs> that could be it <laughs> i could i don't know maybe i could just do that and be one of those arty poets where the stuff doesn't come together Are and things a zinger right well no there's a lot of non-zingers too. <laughs> i'm all about the zinger <laughs> i like zingers ah, they're not as good as chocodiles chocodiles <laughs> <laughs> Is it my turn? Is it my it's your turn, turn Bill. Yeah. Uh, okay, so talk about uh, jagged thoughts. This is called uh, Like a Cyclops on a Unicycle. Think about that. Got <laughs> <laughs> a one eyed creature on a unicycle. <laughs> if anybody can master the unicycle, it's probably the Cyclops. <laughs> so, anyway, it, it, if this were my life, I might not be nearly as concerned that the things for birds to stand on are being ignored while they are flying. Meanwhile, the pea soup I had for dinner last evening was as thick as the fog I drove through this morning. In an imperfect world, that which is unreal is perfect. The cobra rises, fans out its hood adorned with cockatoo feathers, bobs up and down to the... uh, (laughs) Bob's... My screen just shut off. <laughs> Bobs up and down to the music of the punji. Drill a hole in a plastic globe of planet Earth and fill it with other plastic while wearing your feathered hat. Bob up and down to the sound of imperfect plastic volcanoes. I don't know what the... the